81. Four hours, zero minutes to doomsday. Uh, what the fuck? Was that a rat? Babs, have we got rats? The creature you witnessed did appear to be of the genus Ratus. Rats are defined as medium-sized long-tailed rodents and are typically distinguished from mice by their size. Species of rats are found throughout the order Rodentia. Other rat genera include Neotoma, Pack Rats, Bandicoda, Bandicoot Rats, and Dipodomus, Kangaroo Rats. Yeah, now I know what a rat is, but how have we got rats in a pocket dimension? We're outside of space and time. We can't have rats. Throughout time, there have been unique mutations in genus Ratus that give them the ability to pass through cracks in time and space. These apex rodents can seem to appear and disappear at will through a feat of random temporal displacement, there has been extensive research into the seemingly unique ability which in fact led to the ability quantum computers such as myself being able to create this very pocket dimension. Okay, that makes no sense. Alright, um... Could, look, can you put on a video and give me someone to explain exactly what all this rat bullshit's about? Rats, Knights of Terror, 1984. 100 years after a nuclear war has devastated the planet, society has been reborn into two factions, the underground society and the scavengers above in the wastelands. A group of scavengers on bikes come across a town infested with flesh-eating rats, and soon the gore is spilling everywhere. Rats. What do they want from us? Rats. Why are they man's enemy? Rats. They are watching and waiting. Rats. Their time has come. Why do rats repel us? What is it about those little furry bodies that's so frightening? Just think of them close to you. They're here. They're coming. God, no! Who could stop them, and how? Rats are here, under our feet, all around us. 
Come out, out in the open so I can smash you to pieces. Come to the slaughter. A strange rat from another community came into it. He was soon killed. And afterwards eaten. Seething, teeming millions. Their little red eyes gleaming with rage and hunger. And they are waiting for you. No! Rats, they're waiting for you. Tonight, because this is your night of terror. Here come the rats. Awesome. <laughs> hey, how's it going? So you're a, a the rat expert, is that right? I am. I am. I've dug a lot of rats in Boston lately, down the trenches of the Charles. Okay. So your name was Derek. Derek. All right. Well, Derek, the rat expert. Um, apparently, we're gonna watch Rats: Night of Terror. Is that Ooh. right? Yes, we are. Okay, so this has a runtime of one hour and 39 minutes, and was directed by the legendary Bruno Mattei. Best known for directing a slew of Italian schlock horror and borderline porn movies like 83's Women's Prison Massacre and 82's Violence in a Women's Prison. Are you familiar with any of Mr. Mattei's work? Yes, yes, of course I am. Uh, Of course, uh, the film that he that's actually usually billed with this one that we're about to do is uh, Hell of the Living Dead which is uh, like a Dawn of the Dead ripoff it actually steals music from Dawn of the Dead too and lots of great stock footage <laughs> and, uh, yeah I, I noticed Matei seems to really like stock footage yeah especially in like his later like Cruel Jaws which will never get released here anyways in my uh, where I'm my time uh, uh, <laughs> it's hilarious uh take scenes from like Jaws other Italian shark movies and Spielberg's like no no yeah no just no not for you Mr. Batay and, I, and uh, yeah I also one other thing uh, uh, he also uh, if you know the film Zombie 3 that Fulci started Lucio Fulci he actually Matai finished it 
Ah, there you go. Well, speaking of uh, Zombie 3, Massimo Vani, who appears as Taurus, or Alex McBride, also appeared in 1988's Zombie 3 and 1975's Emmanuel's Revenge. Ooh. Uh, ooh, that sounds sexy and dangerous. Joining Mr. Vani is Goretta Goretta, appearing as Yana Ryan as Chocolate. Best known for 85's Demons and 89's Shocking Dark. Hell yeah. Ooh, yeah. And leading up this fantastic Italian ensemble is Octaviano Del Aqua, or Richard Raymond, if you prefer, appearing as Kurt. Best known for doing a lot of stunts and uncredited roles, such as 2019's After the Fall of New York and Escape from the Bronx. And yeah. one of my favourites, Red Sonja. Hell yeah, and also, if you didn't know this fun fact, he's actually the zombie on the cover of Zombie, the Lucio Fulci film. He's the actual zombie. <laughs> you know, the the one with the worms he, he, coming through the eyes? That's him. Yes! he. There you go. He appeared as zombie on a cover. Good for you, dude. You've done well. This movie is also known as Rats Notte di Terrore. Uh, that's my bad Italian, and on that, we'll move on. Yeah. 
First impressions count. Now, um, just just kicking off this movie. Apparently, the atomic apocalypse happened in 2016. Now, by all accounts, that's three years uh, before your time, Derek. Yeah, it's definitely not like that because like, there's no like iguanas doing like flash movements throughout it, you know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I guess uh, 2016 was 2:25 after the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, I just picked a random number and went, yeah, look, that's far enough in the future. No one's going to leave. <laughs> Funny. Uh, and of course, this movie, first five minutes, motorcycle gang, which proves my theory that every apocalypse must have motorcycle barbarians. Oh, it's awesome. And uh, and they're not just any motorcycle barbarians. They look like they went to like the barbarian motorcycle mega store and picked out outfits from every other post-apocalyptic <laughs> motorcycle gang movie. And they just wore yep. like different ones. It's hilarious. Yes, uh, and then promptly went to the hairdresser because they all have fabulous hair. Oh, especially Chocolate. Chocolate's hair is amazing. It's just glowing and she's just chilling with her, like, bat sword or whatever the hell it is that she... her weapon. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's really, really weird. But, of, of course, you know that Kurt's in charge because he has a big red scarf that means he's the boss. <laughs> yeah, man, that scarf's legendary. <laughs> it is. It's just. It just says, I am sexy and in charge. Now, um... Speaking of Kurt, it's good to know that apparently he never serves mouse at his table. Oh, that seems great. <laughs> yeah. Fucking <laughs> videos just like, oh, I just need to know my rat recipes. And <laughs> Kurt comes in and like, no, no, no rats. Yeah, no, no rats. Despite the fact that we've got a fridge full of rats, no, we're not having rats. And uh, let's just move on, video, you idiot. Now... Let me ask you a question, Derek. If you see, uh, you know, a bed that you're sitting on is, is wriggling underneath, are you really going to uncover it? Are you going to just open it up and have a quick look? No, I'd get somebody else to do it for me. Cause <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and if you do, apparently you have to just scream and scream and scream. Oh, that girl screams throughout this whole movie. <laughs> like, just an individual, oh. like, weird, like, sounds. She just, oh, that scream goes for your soul. <laughs> now, speaking of things that go into your soul, you know they eventually find uh, they, they find the control center, and we learn that the apocalypse was run on a Commodore sixty four. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly. And of course, uh, that's what videos because I got my name from video games. You guess it's the one too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a video game. I'm the best at video games. Oh, it's broken. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's broken. Yeah, he goes like the the Russian from Armageddon method. We're just banging. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we move away from the technology, and we find out that this this underground bunker has uh, it's got you know water purification, and it, it's got uh, aquaponic stuff to grow vegetables. And, and Lilith, who we later learn her name, although I had her in my notes as Underwear Cape Girl, um, get, <laughs> she's really excited about vegetables, isn't she? Oh my god, she sounds like Paula Dean, the whatever dub they use. Like, oh my my, I love this plant. <laughs> <laughs> just too full of vegetables. It's so beautiful. Oh my god! It's just <laughs> the, oh, it's those, just... those big giant bug eyes too. Like, oh my god! <laughs> 
Yeah, no, she, she was way too excited about vegetables. But then, then again, you know, she she's hooked up with Lucifer, who by all accounts is a bit of an angry lover. He is. He's like, like a, he looks like fucking uh, Sid Vicious mixed with like uh, Adamant with the makeup on Peter's Island. With the eye makeup. Yep. <laughs> and, 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 you know, they're in a sleeping bag next to everybody else. Just going hell for leather. And I'm going, really, dude? Come on. No wonder Taurus is always pissed off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, eventually they leave, which is really great. But we do get. Um, a fair bit of footage of, of Lucifer's uh, knob, which I don't think any of us needed. No, 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 no. That, that, that was bad. Now you know he's he, he's he's postcoital. He's feeling a bit excited, and I know I don't know about you, but I don't tend to go and drink two hundred year old bottles of booze after I've just had sex. Yeah, it's even weirder because uh, if that booze was there during the bomb, wouldn't it be radioactive? Yeah, that's exactly it. It's got to have all sorts of weird stuff. But he just opens it, gives it a quick sniff and goes, Yeah, I'll give it a crack. Just drink that. See what happens. Last time I saw somebody drink out of a random bottle, they turned to a fish monster, a.k.a. Leviathan. (laughs) Oh, see? That's a much better movie. A much, much better movie. (laughs) Now... (laughs) Just before we move away from our first impressions, do you think that there was someone on set whose job it was to have a bucket of rats available at all times? Uh, I don't know, man. It's just weird. <laughs> like, they just find a random thing of food. And <laughs> it was just like, you know, like that there'd be like stock footage of rats and there's a random thing of food and then there'd be this. And then all of a sudden, there's like bucketfuls of rats appearing like from from left of screen just flying at people just they're just shooting them through a catapult or like a bazooka it seems like throughout the whole movie <laughs> it's just crazy oh. oh the Italians you gotta love them oh you gotta love them yes when in doubt just throw animals
Tell me what you learned and keep it nice. So we, we mentioned earlier that Matei likes a bit of stock footage and um, there was a lot of stock footage of rats. And, and an albino rat, well, a half albino rat. Did, do you think that was done on purpose or just good luck? I I, I think he was the Ben of the movie. He was definitely the Ben. Because <laughs> <laughs> they kept showing him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the leader. He, he was the... He's the super rat. He was the super rat. That's what it was. Now, speaking of, of you know him being the leader, someone who wasn't the leader is clearly video. As you mentioned, he's an idiot. Um, and he goes on to prove that many, many times in this movie. Yeah, he he's kind of like the windows of this movie. Because, you, you, well, you could tell like some of this movie rips off the thing. Or oh, yeah. Really, especially like the whole flame body through the window scene. And you know he's he's like the windows where he's like I'm good with like electronics sometimes, but then I do stupid jokes. He's he's like a mixture of Windows and Palmer from the thing. If they had a kid together, that would be great video. You know, that that would be video with a really weird curly haircut. Uh, now. Just harking back to, to someone that doesn't end well, and that's Lucifer. He dies under an avalanche of rats. Well, he deserves he it because he's fucking crawling through the, the fucking the stairway. Oh, my bottle fell, and he looks like he's like. <laughs> he would have probably broke his neck anyways without the rats, the way he was. Falling. Yeah, yeah, ch- chasing the bottle down, down the stairs. Not climbing down the stairs, no, just sort of swinging his body in there. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then an avalanche of rats fell on him and apparently he broke his neck which was a sad ending but I think as you mentioned well deserved um, someone who didn't have a well deserved ending was Lilith she got a nasty case of rat vage oh anything to do with sleeping bags is never good you know no 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 and, and, and uh, Jason Voorhees can attest to that uh Oh man! No one is, no one in a sleeping bag gets a good ending. It was great. <laughs> it was, it was, and then like the bit where it crawls out of her mouth later. It's just, Cho- chocolate's so reaction, chocolate's reaction, <laughs> chocolate's reaction. Like, oh my god, her ass! Like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, she's trying to talk, isn't she dead? No. Eh, eh. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, it's so good. Now, now, uh, Kurt's second in charge, Duke. He he was an asshole. He it, really. I actually care about him. Wrote him in my notes as Italian Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> he shall now always be known as Italian Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, I usually do that when I take notes because like, uh, you know, of my uh, in my time, I do like a you know a podcast about kaiju films, and I do like Asian Eric Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> in certain lines like, I just look for other celebrities to connect with yep. so I remember characters and stick with yeah, that, that's because they, they never get names half I mean like I said we didn't realise Lilith was Lilith's name until I reckon a good like third of the movie she was just she, she was just cape underwear girl and, <laughs> and of course, well, well of course the one it's easiest to remember is chocolate because it's the black chick yeah no that's not even vaguely racist <laughs> Been oh, especially the scene where the, she pours the flower on her and she's like, I'm white oh, yeah. as you. Yeah, look, I'm white like you. And, and doing a bad white person dance. Yeah, it was like Michael Jackson in The Wiz. That's what I thought of exactly <laughs> when she was doing the dance. 
there's someone who, someone else who, who's uh, who's really whose character wasn't well explained, uh, and I can't remember his name. I just had him as Triangle Head. Oh, the Hare Krishna dude. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Know. I, yeah. <laughs> just like he, he drew a triangle on his head, and it's clearly drawn in like like pen. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's a he's an all-knowing oracle Hari Krishna dude. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess it was like a maybe like a shout out to like Dawn of the Dead or something because he ripped that movie off before with the yeah here Krishna zombie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, who knows? But he seemed to know a lot of stuff about stuff, and yeah, he seemed to have a lot of theories about the way things were were, were whole holding together, and he knew a lot about rats. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, him and Taurus are like the rat experts of this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. Now, someone who wasn't an rat expert was Myrna. She was the screaming expert. And, oh my um, god. Right through your soul. She, yeah, she threw a fit that really made me think of Daryl Hannah in Blade Runner. <laughs> that's great. It's bad. It's just a bad. <laughs> I feel bad whoever dubbed that laugh for that actress. <laughs> uh, yes, I feel bad for anyone who had to do the dubbing on this movie.
How would you like to try something a little different? This'll keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com, or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now... Back to the cutting room. I'm sure you've got questions. Ask me anything. <laughs> now, look, this movie generated a lot of questions. Uh, <laughs> and the first one I had was, who wears underwear, a cape, and a hat while riding a motorcycle in the desert? Uh, well, I don't think she was there, because they had like that weird silver cylinder trunk. I think she came out of that. Ah, so right. So she was inside the battle bike tank. Thing. Yeah, I, tank thing. Because uh, I don't think they would. I think they would like. No, nah, she can't ride a motorcycle in the sandy desert with that outfit on. <laughs> yeah, she's she's going to get nasty skin condition. There's no two ways about it. Uh, but having said, she she did look lovely. Now, something that really didn't look lovely was if this has been a bunker that's been around for 250 years. Uh, and you know there's food stored in there why are there jars of spaghetti in sauce I have no idea man that, that was I said that every you know like every time I watch this movie like I see like different things here and there every time and like there's a whole like there's a jar of hot dogs too I'm like what the fuck yeah <laughs> A, a, a jar, but not not like tins, not like, no jars, glass jars, and it's just like. But what are you people doing? Right along with like eating sugar straight through the bag. You just like take a big bite of the plastic and then just try to chew through it to get through the sugar. Hey, if the rats didn't kill them, the food poisoning would have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just... Oh, I don't know. And it sort of led me to think, well, how did these people get here? And and one of the lines that Chocolate says really made me think that I don't think sex education was up there because she said, I'll make you preg- pregnant if you can make that work. Mm. I, You know, the way that I see her in video, too, I think they might have had like a relationship to begin with because I wouldn't just kiss some guy like that if... I never kissed no. him before, you know. I, he's, he's given he, a choice. You can he, see who wears the pants in that relationship, and Chocolate's got him whipped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but and she's going to make him... Maybe she will make him pregnant. Who knows? Anything is possible in the future. Um, now, speaking of things that are possible in the future, do you think that anyone who lives 200 years in the future knows what a payphone is? I don't know. <laughs> 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 That's true. I don't fucking know. <laughs> If they didn't know that the fucking computer was a computer, who knows, you know? Yeah, 
That, that's right, we don't recognise computers, but everyone seems to know what a payphone is. And I'm just going, uh, look, I, I give up. I'm just going to move on um, and maybe think about something that's more important, like what was the point of opening the sleeping bag just enough to expose Lilith's boobs to check her wounds? Italians, they like they have that market with the sleeves and the gore. But, you know, there's yeah. very little gore in this movie. So there's some gore scenes, like shots yeah. of like bites and stuff, but <laughs> they made, I'm sure they had shots of the tits and muff, for sure, in this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you can never have too much of that, because it distracts you from the stock footage of the rats. Yeah. Now, um, things that probably weren't as smart, what's the point of building a barricade if you keep opening the door? <laughs> Nail the door shut, then go, okay, now everybody open the door and go outside. It's like, no, that's not how barricades work. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's, that's always weird. Like, Duke, you know, he's an asshole, but he's like, I'm not fucking open this door again, fuck yous. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what? I've nailed it three times. That's it. We're done. You're outside, and you can, uh, you can live with the rats. Now, those rats were pretty good, because eventually, they learn how to push down a door. Yeah, well, it kind of goes more into the end of it a little more, you know, <laughs> you know, with like the evolution of them, and you know, these are uh, less evolutionized ones, and I guess they can control bodies. Yeah, why not? They just stack them up, and uh, yeah, they, until a door falls in. Now, one of the things that really bothered me was Kurt had a really cool gun, and he carries it around, and he doesn't use it for like ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, he has the. You know, it was crazy. This is pre Phantasm Two. This movie. That's true. So they yes. they had that. So Phantasm Two must have seen this. So Don Cascarelli was like, "I'm gonna make sure they use that gun just once in our movie, but we're gonna use it." <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna use it because it was a really cool idea and it looks awesome.
Your time is almost up. So give me your final thoughts. All right, so we're into the final final stretch, and the rats clearly know that video is an idiot because they don't eat him. They just go, you know what? Even we won't eat at that guy. Yeah, they're like, eh, I don't want him. Yeah, he he he, he looks like he tastes stupid. Yeah, it's yeah, it's he's like no. It, it was kind of cool that the him and chocolate were the survive. I, I wish Kurt would have survived, but uh, you know, like his death scene's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Kurt, Kurt dying is is unbelievable. Um, and actually, one of the death scenes that I really, really love was was when Taurus dies, and, and then they find his body, like his standing up body that falls down and then explodes from rats being inside it. Yeah, yeah like I said, they like they made him into a Megazord and start yeah. start moving yeah, around. <laughs> Just wriggling around and swelling and swelling and then boof, it guts everywhere and rats just squeezing it out, running from some weird sci-fi noise mm-hmm. that was never never explained. And then we hear the incredibly long voice from the past explaining exactly what happened. Well, kind of that the rats are bad. Like, duh, man, we got it. Yeah. Yeah. That that was just just, just strange. Now, um. I, I just don't understand what was going on with humankind. Like, the, everyone was still underground, right, from what I understood. And there were people on the surface, but we don't know where. And we the atomic bombs killed everything uh, and the rats, but then the rats came back. Uh, and, um, you know, it, it all sort of goes terribly bad. But, you know, we know that the rats are evil because someone started throwing them at Kirk to kill him. And seeing, <laughs> and like you could, you knew that someone was actually throwing rats at him. Like it's just like you're an asshole. Just throw rats at Kirk until you die. Until you die. Yeah, like it's like this movie came from a time period where animals weren't really the best treated and sad to say. <laughs> no. Especially in this, yes. you like like early in the movie, like Taurus is like torturing a rat, and then Duke just yeah. shoots it with a shotgun after, like. Wow, you know. Yeah, just, just, wow. But, you know what? Uh, all of a sudden, the gas crew arrives, who don't seem to give a shit about anything. They're just going to gas the whole joint, just clean it up, get it dead. How did they not know that there were people there? Well, they didn't, because, uh, spoiler alert, uh, they're not really fucking people either. <laughs> well, no, they're not actually people. But, you know, it's just like, we, we then get to the worst reveal ever, considering that the VCR cover has the picture of the Ratman on it, and the dude takes off his mask, and he is a Ratman. Yeah, I've seen that VHS cover. I'm, I'm kind of glad I never got to see that, because that, that we had, like, uh, the, the one I showed you with, like, the rats spurting the screen. You see, yeah. like, the gas man underneath, but they're not uncovered. Uh, I have seen that cover before, and, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I feel very sad for the people who've seen that cover. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You see the cover and go, oh, there are rat people in it. And then you get to the last 10 seconds. It's like, there's the rat dude. The end. The, and, you know, if, if you don't see that cover and you watch the movie, it actually does work a little bit better, that ending. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with, with, without having it given away before you've even watched the movie. Always better. And, you know, Chocolate's reaction and it just cuts with the rat's night of terror and then the music. <laughs> I love the music of this movie. Like, that whole opening theme. Like, 
this uh, I love Italian scores in general. And oh, yeah, because they're usually like just bonkers. They've they've got sometimes it's like spot on, other times it's just random music. But you're always having a fun time with the score at least. Exactly. That's one positive I can say about this movie. The score is really cool, and you know it has like the airy moments, like when they walk into the set of uh, Once Upon a Time in America. It's actually where they shot a lot of this movie. <laughs> Was sets from that movie, <laughs> and uh, you know, like the, the sounds kind of like Night of the Living Deadish when they walk in. I go, it is very, very cool. So, I would say that the score is a ten out of ten, whereas the rats' worst reveal ever.
but good fun. It's fun. absolutely it's good fun. It's fun. Yeah, you know, like you can't you can't say Bruno Matai ever made a masterpiece. That's not, that that'd be like a laugh in the face. There, even like his like schlockier later day films, I still have fun with. I'm not gonna say like they're ten out of tens. But they're still super fun, and this one's fun as all hell, too. Yeah, yeah. You just, you, it, it's more fun to look out for where the rats come from. You know, coming down the tubes, appearing just randomly in windows, falling out of the sky. It's all about the rats, and we love it. Now, speaking of loving the rats, i got to say, I have loved having you join me to chat about this rat movie. Um, now, you did mention that a, that you happened to do a podcast. Now, I'm going to have to search the archives, but maybe you could remind me about what that show is. Oh, uh, of course. Uh, if you uh, go on the underwater kaiju from outer space, which, uh, if you look under the archives, it would probably be under, like, Kill the Cast, because it's a Kill the Cast present show. Uh, we do one usually every month, and, uh, uh, well, we did, you know, and uh, it was fun doing that show, and it's fun, you know, we just talk about Godzilla and Ultraman usually and other kaiju films. Uh, Def Kappa, that's a really funny episode that we do. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it, you know, that you could find that in, under Kill the Cast or also on Legion Podcast. That's uh, the podcast. At, well, you know. If you oh, search. I know all about Legion Podcasts. I know le- all about Legion Podcasts. My archives are full of Legion Podcasts, and now they'll be full of Legion Podcast Presents, Kill the Cast, and Underwater Kaiju from Space. You have been listening to Witch versus the Doomsday Clock, a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash witch versus the doomsday clock. The replicant known as witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Now, in the words of Lord Humongous, Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.